Hi, everyone. Buenos dias. Ooh, I like it. I think it's Spanish for like good for good day. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> uh, so we're starting <laughs> off this episode in a completely cultural fashion, and we'd mm -hmm. like to welcome our highly esteemed, accomplished guest, Maya. Thank Yay. you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Maya. I just feel like we're going to have some real enlightening, uh, incredible, world-shaking conversations today. So I'm I think it's going to be good. This is Fufara, where the little things are a big deal. Coming at you from our rooms, I mean studios, in Seattle and Dallas. We're your hosts and lifestyle gurus, Maddie and Tara. I'm especially uh, excited that Maya's here because, in case you guys didn't know, she is my roommate, so she had to put up with a lot for, like, the first semester that we were in William & Mary. So. <laughs> we went through a lot together. I know. And you guys are rooming together next year, too, right? Yes. We are, if they let us back. Yeah, yeah if they... Oh, my gosh, don't even, like, jinx it. <laughs> if they let us back. Ah! No, they, it'll happen. It'll happen. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'm going to start off with a joke. What is the smartest type of dinosaur called? Um... I don't know. I don't even know yeah, the names of the really dinosaurs. Athosaurus. <laughs> oh. Oh, you're so funny. So Maya good. has had to hear this on a daily basis. I was going to say that Maya knows a lot of these jokes. <laughs> I, I've learned a lot about comedy. Um, <laughs> my life's a joke, you know? No. They, they just keep coming, don't they? Um, and that was actually one of the topics that you wrote down that you were interested in speaking about today, puns. I did. Um, yeah, I wrote that down just because I think when I got to college, I was just exposed to so many new puns because of Tara. Um, and now I really feel like there's a gap in my life because I don't get to hear 35 puns a day. So I just wanted to, to let you know. Tara, do you come up with them on the spot? Do you research? How do, how do what's your, who are your influences? Some have punness thrust upon them. Some <laughs> are born punny, and I think I am the latter or the fourth. I am the second one. I <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I think I just popped out of the womb, making cracking jokes. You know, um, wow. yeah. So you either have it or you don't. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did. And uh, I actually auditioned uh, for the improv group uh, at William and Mary. And I think I operated on such, such a fascinating high level that they were a bit intimidated and decided was, not to have me in the group. So it was too good for them is really what it was. Yeah. It, it could not handle the level of sophistication. It's okay. Water under the bridge. But here you just get your own platform. And you just get to rattle off jokes whenever you want, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think my uh, brand of humor is like observation with a little bit of satire mixed in. Um, I still haven't formed a word to what, like, what it's going to be called yet. But um, I don't know. Do you guys have any ideas of what my brand of humor should be called observational is definitely on point 
but you're just very be careful Maddie no (laughs) no I mean observational is right like if there's in any context in any sentence it's all you know you just throw in a little it just it comes so naturally to you like constant I think you need to include something about how it's just like constant flow yeah yes verbal diarrhea I think that's what it's gonna be called it just comes you know yeah (laughs) we'll we'll work on it I'll work on it you need a stage name too I'll work on that for you um yes I do need a what Charmin ultra oh yes this was uh for the audience who may be completely confused right now um maddie and i were having a conversation earlier in the year about i don't know what are stage names rapper no, names it's just like names we liked names or like we names liked. we wanted for ourselves or something oh yes like you said charmin you said you really like the name charmin <laughs> yes uh, because like the toilet paper okay I think Charmin was a name before it became a well-known toilet paper brand. Why, after you've been exposed to that, you'd want that to be your name? I don't know. If you didn't know that it was a toilet paper brand, it actually is kind of pretty. I'm not going to lie. Thank you! I I agree with you on this one. We don't usually agree on things, but this one, like, yes. Charmin. It's charming. It reminds me of, like, soft, two-ply... I don't, I don't know, just, <laughs> just like me, I'm soft, I'm two-ply. You're um, embracing the Toilet Paper Association. Exactly, I rub, okay. I rub people the right way. Oh my god, that's, that's a little bit too much for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll stop it there. <laughs> what about you, Maya, what would your stage name be? Um, what would my stage name be? Well, okay, my middle name is Hadar, and I've, I, for a while, wish that that was my first name because I really like uncommon names. So I feel like that could be like a good, a good one name, stage name type thing. I That's a really pretty name. I like that. Thank you. I have uh, no idea. I basically live by a stage name with Maddie because it's the nickname, you know. And I feel like it's the name. It's almost a name that I chose, which is very unique, right? Um, Wait, you chose your name when you were born? No, but I, I'm like, my real name's Madeline. So yes. I mean, like, when I was, like, in second grade, I, like, started go. I started choosing to go by Maddie. Oh. So I guess that's kind of, in a way, I kind of chose that, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of, like, my stage name. Because in my personal life, right, people who, like, you know, my parents mostly and my family members and maybe, like, one childhood friend calls me Madeline, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's it's very weird to have people... It's like different parts of my life, different people in my life call me two different things. It's just like oh, I don't think I ever so had deep, a, right. <laughs> it is. I don't think I ever had a nickname, and I truly regret not having one because my name is so short. And nicknames are so. I don't know. It's like I feel like I've missed yeah. out because nicknames usually evoke a very friendly response. You know, because like, you're like familiar. you're like right. Yeah, we're casual. <laughs> we're, like we're casual we can um, do you have yeah. a nickname Maya do I have a nickname I mean people usually call me Maya unless they call me Ella which is my twin sister's name <laughs> so um, it's kind of like your nickname probably the name that I get the the second most yeah. <laughs> have you ever thought about making your name appear twice like stage names like um I can't think of an example right now but you know Maya Maya a name so nice you say it twice that kind of thing 
I've never thought of that before, <laughs> but it, it sounded great. <laughs> it did sound good. I liked it. Tara Tara almost sounds like tartar sauce. Tara Tara. It, it, yeah, it sounds like a type of food. Tara Tara. Tartar. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, tartar. Yeah. Maddie Maddie. I don't know. Maddie that Maddie. Like. It's a little long. A little, yeah. It's a little clunky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're glad that we figured that out. Charmin Ultrasoft. Charmin. Just call her Charmin. <laughs> yeah, let's just call her Charmin. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for the people who don't know, Maya has a twin. True. Yes. yes. So I got really excited about that. <laughs> I know. I always wanted a twin. People say J J Lo, like Jennifer Lopez and I are oh, yes. twins. I can see it. I'm I her better looking twin, obviously. No, yeah. Striking resemblance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hips don't lie. No, but not sh- only are they Shakira. But not only are they twins, because they're identical twins. So when you guys were yeah. growing up, did you guys were you guys in the same like classes all the time, or would they like try to separate you? So in elementary and middle school, they always separated us. And then in high school, um, my high school was really small, so we started mm-hmm. being put in the same classes just because we were taking the same classes, and there were only one. Um, so that got very confusing because our teachers, for the most part, could not tell us apart. Uh, so there was just a lot of, a lot of confusion all of the time. Did you like having you guys in the same class or was it annoying? It would be, it was funny sometimes depending yeah. on the teacher, um, cause we would confuse them, but <laughs> not some, like at some point when like I've been called Ella for the like 21st time that day, you're like, okay, I like just learned my name. It's not that Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hearing like at my middle school, they had a twin support group. So like, for really? yeah, so they had like for twins who felt like they were always being compared to the other or like always mistaken for the other. But then they also had like boy girl twins who obviously wouldn't be mistaken for each other in the group. So I don't, I don't know who it was for, but I always thought that was really funny. Enough, interesting. <laughs> I, I see. I, I wish that that was something that I had had growing up because yeah. I feel like twinism, twinism is a really big issue that people don't really pay attention to enough, but like people just don't take the time to learn the like the true identities of twins and it can really create some identity crises there for you yeah as I've gotten older I can see how that would affect somebody because I think we always associate it as like so much fun you know I'm sure there it is very positive stereotype and yeah people have negative aspects right well to the next point I know also very well that my roommate is super super active she Oh yeah, I admire her for that because I'm (laughs) I'm going like this because I just I'm remembering like when I went on a run with you guys like a million years ago. It feels like at this point it really does. And I just went because I was like, oh my gosh, like these girls are so cool. Like I need to go make friends. And they were so fast. I was so slow. And it was I would like never. I hadn't run three miles in like two years, and I was like sore for like two months. It was very impressive because. We, we good run. but you were amazing and yeah you're, you're, me too you're much, first, thank no you. it's true you're fast and you're you know you're always going for it and I respect, <laughs> respect that because I definitely I don't <laughs> well first of all you definitely do but thank you <laughs> maybe in other ways just not with running <laughs> but I think uh you also understand like the importance of walking which I also underestimated um, I until that. now walking is fantastic mm-hmm. I feel like especially 
Uh, well, okay. In my town, I can walk from my house to my school. And like, it's a very small town. So you can basically walk to everything. Um, so I think I took for granted how much I liked walking because I just would walk everywhere. Like that was just normal. Um, but then when I came to college, I realized that I, I really appreciate it. it Cause I feel like yeah. it gives you time to think in between like where you're going. It kind of lets you slow down, like be in nature. So yeah. Um, before I only walked, uh, to get food, um, or, <laughs> or essential stuff, That's but fair. now I don't, now I do because I, like Maya, I realize the importance of it, especially now when you're in the close confines of your home, you feel kind of restless every now and then just like a breath of fresh air that really does a lot for you. And mm-hmm. there was this one guy I read, there was an article that, um, a guy, while quarantined in his house, mm-hmm. actually ran 26 miles in his little balcony, that's like back and forth, yeah. back and forth. Yes. I I think that's rude because, like, <laughs> it shows you that there's no excuse to not exercise, and I thrive on excuses. So maybe, like, I could theoretically walk 26 miles if there were like refrigerators on both ends <laughs> every time you go like one side you pull something out and eat it for yeah fuel. it okay, like motivates me on both ends something that Tara has not mentioned is that she has become a runner herself which I think oh. is very impressive and she always downplays it but she's an athlete and I think that needs to be acknowledged wow I didn't know this you've been running do you go outside uh, running outside? is a very loose term um Yes, you run. Okay. <laughs> I like fast walk and I try to work very hard to make it appear like I'm jogging. She runs guys, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> but now I feel like I've lost my my juju or like mojo. Yeah. Is that a thing? Juju? I don't know. Mojo. Momentum. My momentum, you know, yeah. like the oomph is not there anymore. I tried to run this Always Wednesday. Starts, never goes away. Really? Says the pro runner. Oh, <laughs> I'm not a pro runner. Wait, but you tried to run on Wednesday. I did, and uh, I couldn't. I couldn't complete our cul-de-sac, which is like right opposite my house. I couldn't complete that cul-de-sac, which is I don't know, has a circumference of a hundred feet without breaking a sweat. There's good um, days, there's bad days, you know. I yeah. guess, yeah. Um, but the only marathon that I could do consistently is television marathons (laughs) yeah we're really good (laughs) speaking about television I heard Love Island is also as like crazed as um Tiger King or like as as big a following I haven't watched it yet but Love Island or not Love Island Love is Blind Love is Blind I did watch Love is Blind there's a lot of love shows I got I liked it in, like, the way that, like, you kind of hate, like, reality TV. Would you ever want to be on one of those shows? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I, I think reality TV is ridiculous. Um, and, like, you never know how much of it is staged. And also the whole premise is that, like, love is blind, so it doesn't matter what you look like. But they're all extremely conventionally attractive people. So it kind of defeats the whole purpose mm-hmm. uh, because it's not they're, – they're looking for a certain type of person when they, when they do these shows. Yeah, that's a good point. So would you rather do a uh, TV marathon or a real marathon? Would I rather do a, (laughs) you know, I'm trying to, okay, my goal over quarantine was to do a half marathon, Um, but then I hurt my ankle. So 
Oh, how's you heard it? Just, just running? Yeah, I was just running yeah. too much, um, but it's getting better now. So we'll see. Maybe that'll happen. I would say, I would say like you need, you need a good balance. You need both. You need TV and you need running in your life. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I like that. Yeah. Right now, running and I have a complicated relationship. But do you have any tips about like breathing or like how to stay motivated while you run? Well, I know this is hard to do now, but I think running with people is a really good way to stay, stay motivated. And if you can't do that, then like listening to podcasts or listening to music. Like really this one. Me. Exactly. <laughs> guys. Self-advertising. Yeah. Right now, get up, go on a run. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like that helps because then you're not thinking about how um, physically destroyed you are and you're just focusing on whatever is in your ears. Yeah. I'd hate to be physically destroyed. Can I ask what the most mileage you've done before is? Um, yes, I've run 10 miles. Wow. Oh That's twice as much as I've ever run. Okay, <laughs> five is still really good. You could definitely do 10. This is years ago, though. I don't know. But we'll, this is like post-quarantine mm-hmm. goals, you know? Exactly. So this is a way off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, we have to address Oh yeah. the... It says here that you you think white chocolate isn't real? So I don't think it's real chocolate. Okay, that's good. That's a good clarifier, yeah, <laughs> first of all. I, I agree, <laughs> like, it does exist. Okay, I'll acknowledge okay. that. Okay. Um, but it's all just fake chocolate. Like, it's not, it doesn't have real, like, cacao beans in it. It's just, like, sugar and butter. To all you listeners out there, I am currently looking for a new roommate. Uh, <laughs> the academic year of 2020 to 2021, um, who definitely does like white chocolate. That's the only criteria if you want to be re- my roommate. Only criteria. Wow. Yes. Do you um, eat white chocolate just by itself, Tara? Because I feel like I only ever would put it in things. Like, I've never had, like, a white chocolate bar. Really? Well, Tara has many. You haven't them. lived then. Um, do people do that? I do that. I'm people. I think I qualify as people. Yes. I. You're a person. You're a person. person. I need mean, like people. Do the, do the masses really eat white chocolate bars? There, there's not a lot of people out there like her. That's I'm, true. And that's what I love about you. But I, I, I don't know about this. I don't know about this mass ch- popularity of white chocolate. I think. We are, okay, we are a rare, we are an endangered species. And that doesn't mean that white chocolate is an issue that should be overlooked just because a small following of people has learned to appreciate it, okay? And I think with a lot of work and a lot of programs that we could introduce, we could convert everyone to white chocolate and the world shall be saved. Um, This is... Yeah, this is my doctrine, and we're not a cult. Please don't mistake us for a cult. <laughs> but because we don't believe in lies, we believe in truth, and white chocolate is truth. And although anybody I think, can lie, Sarah, um, I will pretend I did not hear <sighs> that note of sass, Maya. But okay, I, I think my I think white chocolate, just like me, is misunderstood. And we don't like to be discriminated. You know, it's like that. Um, tricks are for kids thing I always hated watching that ad because the poor rabbit just wants to have the tricks and mm-hmm. just because he's a smaller mammal for some reason the kids won't let him eat 
Trix. And for all we know, Trix is the one thing that gives him energy and gives him life. So I think the other chocolates out there are being really mean. And if we could all just get along. Yeah. Yeah, I think. You're first, folks. Um, anyway, I think we should introduce a radical new system that will promote white chocolate because right now it seems like the masses uh-huh. are just living a lie right now. It's definitely true. I think at the hierarchy of the chocolates, you know, definitely I think milk chocolate is definitely at the top. But white mm-hmm. chocolate has its place. I don't agree with you on that one. Oh, oh, con- okay. All right. Like Let's hear it. The chocolate, the better. Oh my gosh. That's, that's just how I feel. A podcast divided. The three factions. Oh my gosh. Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is bitter. It is bitter. It's real, okay? It's authentic. It's (laughs) the only chocolate that's actually authentic. Oh my gosh. Are there dark chocolate bars too? I mean, yeah. He doesn't make them, do they? Like, you have to get the dark chocolate. They sell dark (laughs) chocolate. It is in my house right now. Isn't it more expensive? No, same price. It's I mean, okay, you get, like, the fancy, like, super dark chocolate, then sure, but, like, Hershey's right. chocolate, same price. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll keep an eye out. I don't believe you. Please do. <laughs> we'll keep an eye out. But um, I think the mass, the masses would agree with me. Mm. Is, that, is that fair? We disagree. Well, I mean, I just feel like just because the majority thinks something is better doesn't, doesn't mean it is. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's I true. don't know. Some like the masses when I think of masses I think of like the hair left on your hairbrush you know because they they ball up into wads what kind of mm-hmm. segue is that let's just call them chocolatiers chocolatiers <laughs> okay um it's like it's like the in in avatar from what I've heard like the fire nation the yes. white water nation <laughs> the dark chocolate nation Um, And right now, similar to Avatar, it seems like the Dark Chocolate Nation is taking over, very similar to the Fire Nation, you know? Oh, the evil, that's the evil nation, right? Yeah, we need to fight back. (laughs) It's understood, it's fine. (laughs) We want. (laughs) I love it. I have been uh, definitely eating a lot of chocolate recently, that's that's for sure. Yeah, uh, Maddie, didn't you have a bet with your sister? That you'll deprive yourself of chocolate? I did. So we do it, like, on and off, where we go, like, like this mutual thing of, like, you know, neither of us are going to eat chocolate. If we eat chocolate, we have to pay the other one, like, $35 or something. And we have, like... $35? Yeah, we make it high to motivate ourselves. Wow. So we'll do it in, like, bursts. Like, we'll do it... We'll have, like, exceptions for, like, birthdays, and we'll do it in bursts for, like, a couple months. So we've been pretty lax about it uh during the quarantine i have to admit yeah but when this is over and we actually have other stuff to do besides eat chocolate <laughs> it'll be easier and maybe we'll implement it again but very true it can well, be tough it you know? will be but tough. I, I'm, a, I'm a survivor so it's fine hiya thanks for listening to our podcast food for all our listeners input is so essential to our show kind of like dairy Unless, of course, you are vegan or lactose intolerant. Um, on second thought, that was a bad example. Anywho, please email us your ideas, your thoughts, your fufara to fufara.theworld at gmail.com. 
By the way, for copyright purposes, the name of the catchy tune we use in our intro is called Mouthful of Diamonds by Fantagram. 